welcome to the Reflect Forward podcast, a short format podcast that explores issues related to racism, especially in the world of sports. My name is Jamal Sheikh. I'm a diversity, equity and inclusion specialist and a co-founder of One Love Australia. I'm also a Sudanese migrant to Australia and I have experienced a lot of the issues we will talk about today firsthand. Today, I'm also joined by Adam Cassidy, who has worked in the DNI space in sports for a number of years now, including a stint at Cricket Australia. Adam, today we're focusing on being an ally and advocate for anti-racism, something you're quite passionate about. Tell us more, please. Thank you, Jamal. Look, obviously, yes, hugely passionate. And just imagine how different the world would look if everybody was an ally. We'd be in a, a much better place than we are now. But one thing I will say off the top, and uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but I kind of think the term brave gets thrown around a little bit too much when we're talking about allies. My, my view is that being an ally is actually the bare minimum. And I'm not saying they're not hugely important. I think that the role is, is massive in terms of creating that support network and, and working with people from all communities to, to try and shift the dial. But at the end of the day, to, to speak up in support or to not be a racist, that, that should be the bare minimum to be a good human in society, I think. So, yeah, I think whilst the role is hugely important, that's that's one thing I'd like to say. But today we are going to focus on on things allies can do. And one wonderful example we've got is from a recent Reflect Forward conversation we had between two players from the Canterbury Bulldogs in the NRL, um, Jaden Ockenbohr and Joe Stimson. And in this instance, uh, it's a really good example of the choices an ally makes can actually have a really profoundly positive impact on, on somebody. So... Let's have a listen to that snippet now. Experience, I've never been racially yeah. vilified, and, yeah. but I've seen you, like yeah. it's happened to you and that made me quite angry. And I think like another reason why I did it today is because like I wanted to mm. like not stand up for you, but like to say that like, I'm, I'm here to help you, I'm yeah. on your side. And sure. like, um, yeah, I just don't really want that to happen again. Cause yeah. come at people like for their ability, like sporting, yeah, but when yeah, you attack someone personally, yeah, you sort of like, sure. cause that's what you signed up for. Yeah. Like, the, like I knew what, it was yeah, gonna, yeah criticism, like was criticism would come before yeah, being an athlete, but yeah. as a person, like someone who doesn't really know you, I think mm. like, yeah, that's pretty disappointing. And I think like the reason and what we can do is the non, like the white yeah, guy yeah, sort yeah. of thing to, is to like not, like not joke about it if yeah. you hear something or take a stand and yeah. sort of stamp it out in between like your friends base or they're trying to yeah. say something that's yeah, not, I th- I think not like, really agreed to. Yeah, and like when, when my stuff happened, I sort of remembered like you, you were the first one that came in to check on me and like, yeah. and I think that's something that's so easy for someone who's like from a diverse background, like that's yeah. or, like support or just speaking out, like so like, if you're in a conversation and you hear someone saying something that's just like openly racist, yeah, like it's an unco- it's uncomfortable for you to tell a mate like, oh, that shouldn't be said, but that's something that I feel like you've done for me um, in the like in the past, and I think it's massive. Like moving forward, you have you should be able to be able to say to your friend to cut out the yeah. crap they're talking like because that's just not on. Yeah, and feel confident doing it. Yeah, I think like yeah, yeah like and especially if something is behind your back. You yeah. know what I mean, like. That's that's actually being racist. Yeah, like and right. like obviously towards you as well, but like far out, like pretty you're not even there to defend yourself yeah. if someone's doing it. So and I think that's a yeah, as you said, like that's a big role like for the diverse yeah. people is to stamp that out and sure. say, no, nah, that's not on. Yeah. Adam, as we've seen now with Joe and Jaden example, allies and advocates plays a big role in terms of stepping up for the conversations. 
I guess my question to you is, have you seen many recent examples of allies and advocates joining the conversation and what's the importance of their role? Absolutely a, a huge increase and, and whether that's just because so much more of it's being played out publicly now, but you see it far more regularly both from somebody speaking out or an, an ally speaking out or in support. Um, and I think, you know, the example that we just, just watched, it was of great importance to Jaden um, that he had that support from a number of people, including allies, when he did that. And, you know, for me personally, I can only really imagine, but I, I assume that the weight off his shoulders to have to deal with that burden all on his own must have been just huge for him. Uh, he, he was the brave one to come out and speak, but to have that support around him must have made it so much easier for him to deal with that. Right. And, and in terms of the support, the support that athletes get or give to each other, what are your thoughts on how that is should be offered? Is it publicly? Is it behind closed doors? What are your insights on that? It's a deeply personal thing. So I think the wishes of those that have been on the receiving end of the discrimination or the vilification is that's whose wishes you need to adhere to. And if it's something that they want that support publicly, then I think that's really important. I've had examples of athletes that that just needed that support, and I think the one we watched is a, is a great example of that. But I've also had situations where allies have come to me and said, look, I, I'm not going to speak out because I've spoken to them and they'd rather it just be quiet. So I, th- I think, um, you know, you just have to put the welfare of the person who has been on the receiving end, you know, front and centre first of all, and your objectives are to make the outcomes better for them. Um, but, you know, there's pros and cons to it being dealt out publicly as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and from your experience in sports, has there been any, any have you seen like a, a trend in terms of athletes standing up to each other and supporting each other publicly in recent years? Well, there's certainly been big movements, hasn't there? And I think that's probably that, that sort of global movement that we've been seeing has, has probably helped that. I, I think people are putting their hand up wanting to be part of that and help and be part of the solution and not walk past it as much as potentially they used to do, which is great. And maybe that's a reflection of broader society as well and, you know, above and beyond sport. How, what's your view, Jamal? I mean, I look at broader society and maybe it's just the people I hang out with, but and I might be looking at it through rose-coloured glasses, but I feel like there's more allies out there than not. But the percentage of those allies that tend to speak out is, is not as high. What are your thoughts on why that is? Yeah, I mean, probably there's many reasons for it, but from my experience, what I noticed there is a lot of people who want to support you're absolutely right and they want to be those advocates and allies what tend to hold people back is fear and then being afraid of saying the wrong thing or offending the other person or maybe not being that supporter that they want to be and in most cases that fear tend to hold people back in terms of well we're not going to do anything about our role because we don't want to sound racist which that in itself i think makes it even worse for us as a society. I mean, it's a collective responsibility to begin with, but often we talk about it definitely the, the burden shouldn't be on, on those who are just experiencing it. In fact, if you really want to make a meaningful change when it, as a society when it comes to racism, I would argue that the responsibility falls on, on the majority, not, not necessarily the minority of the underrepresented groups, because that's when allies stepping up really can, can make difference in terms of the conversation another question here had is around what can we do individually 
as people to make a meaningful contribution here to the conversation? Look, I think just learn about the people you work with, the people you play sport with. It's just a better way to connect and gosh, you live a much more fulfilling life to, to learn about the diversity of the world. And I've found that just wonderful. One bit of advice I did get once though was uh, don't expect people to pat you on the back regularly just because you're an ally. You have to accept also that you're going to make some mistakes. Sometimes it's going to be uncomfortable and, and the reaction of the person you're you know, trying to, to support might not always be polite. And that's because they've had to deal with potentially years of racism and injustice. And I think you need to understand that. And I, I often remember thinking to myself at times, gee, I'm, I'm on their side. Why, why are they being so rude to me here? But, but sometimes you just have to understand that, you know, they've been fighting the fight for longer than you have. And it's probably been very difficult. And your commitment has to be to the, the big picture and, and not necessarily just that moment in time, that uncomfortable conversation. But um, on that note, Jamal, this it's never an uncomfortable conversation when I catch up with you. I just relish it every time, just learning from from you and um, and your story and your bravery. So thank you for allowing me to be part of your journey. And um, I'd like to just thank everyone for joining Jamal and I on this episode today about being an ally and an advocate. And we'd encourage you to share this with any of your colleagues, friends or family or anyone that might get something out of this. We've got plenty more episodes to come, which will be featuring some of Australia's much-loved athletes. And for more information and anti-racism resources, just head over to reflectforward.com.au.